This is Outcasting Overtime, a special feature from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Hi, I'm Alex, a youth participant in Outcasting's main studio in Westchester County, New York. On this edition, we talk about dating in high school. For most teenagers and high schoolers, dating is pretty challenging. But for queer teens, it can be even more challenging. And often, we face challenges that straight people might not even imagine. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Alex. I'm Andrea. I'm Lauren. All right. Um, so to start, uh, Andrea, I know you have a pretty interesting story about <laughs> dating as a queer teenager. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really dating exactly. Um, but there was this girl that I did not even know, had never met her before. I don't even know how she knew who I was. Um, but she just sort of randomly started messaging me. Um, and I, I knew her name because she goes to my school and I just got this Facebook message that said, hey. So I responded, hi. And she was like, I realize you're new to the school um, and you probably don't know who I am. So I was kind of confused by that because I'm not new to the school. But I just kind of assumed that it was an honest mistake. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not. Maybe you're mixing me with someone else, whatever. So when I established that I wasn't, she just sort of kind of kept the conversation going. And I thought, you know, I thought at first she was just kind of trying to be friendly or whatever, you know, that she was trying to make the best of an awkward situation. Um, but it kind of kept going for a while. Eventually, I stopped answering and... I basically, I started sort of getting more texts from her, which I also wasn't answering at that point because I was starting to get kind of creeped out. And eventually she was like, do you have a Snapchat? Um, which I found a little bit creepy as well, seeing as I didn't know her. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a little strange. Um, so I wasn't answering. Um, but then finally, maybe like a week after that last text, I found out from one of my friends that the reason that she was doing this was to find out if I was gay. So I thought at this point that it was just, you know, like for gossip reasons that she had just been like, you know, gossiping with her friends or something. And, you know, I'd come up that maybe I was gay and she wanted to find it out. Um, so at this point, I was mostly just amused. You know, I saw this as being kind of dumb and ridiculous, but honestly, pretty funny. So when I got a message from her again, I answered and she said, she's like, I have a question for you. So I was like, OK, you know, wonder what that is. And she she said that she had a friend who was really interested in me. And she, you know, that pronoun explicitly placed, wanted to know if I was interested. So, you know, I thought that was just her weird way of asking if I was gay, um, you know, because people can be weird about that sometimes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like very uncomfortable very asking about that sometimes. kind of thing. Yeah. So I thought she was just, you know, like, you know, some straight person being weird about it. Um, but then the plot thickens. Yes, the plot thickens. So, I, you know, I, I kind of wanted to mess with her because, you know, I was like, this whole thing is just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. Depends who it is. You know, because I, I figured it was probably... But also, yeah. that's a reasonable question. Yeah. If Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, it kind of went on for a bit. Um, and, you know, eventually she was like, well, would you be interested in dating a girl? And I said, I'm gay. So she asked if I was in a relationship. So I'm like, okay, now this is clearly something actually happening, not just her like wondering if I'm gay for gossip reasons. So eventually she says, oh, it's me. Um, you know, I'd been like really shy to talk to you for a long time. And like, I was kind of confused by that because, you know, I'd never even met her, like barely ever even seen her before. So it was, it was kind of strange. Um, you know, and I, I just said, like, sorry, I'm not interested. Um, but she just sort of kept texting me. You know, she was like, can we just be friends? Um, which, again, you know, in, in another situation, I would have been like, that's fine. But I wasn't really sure how that was going to happen when I didn't even know her. Um, the whole thing was just strange. Um, and she's she just kind of, you know, maybe like every week or so, she just texts me, hey, again, or something like that. And I haven't been answering, um, but she just keeps messaging me. Um, and basically, I found out through some of my other friends that she is bi. Um, 
but also, you know, I we do all know that she does hook up with a lot of guys very regularly, and rumors she's just sort of never been rejected. So it seems like that's sort of an interesting situation, too. Um, and also, I know all the parties involved. You two are very different in terms of personality. Yeah. So, I mean, I see that often a lot of queer people are forced into these awkward mm-hmm. situations because, I mean... Maybe she hasn't come out to uh, someone who isn't her close friend before. Maybe this is her first time um, dating someone who is of the same gender as her. Um, And that can be a little scary for all of us, I think. Yeah, and the whole thing was kind of weird, you know, because for me, like, I was put in a really weird, you know, because the whole way that she went about it was so strange. But on the other hand, there's also aspects of it where I see, like, okay, you know, like, if you're not comfortable coming out to someone you're gonna open it up in a weird way like I have a friend and it's like to me especially as someone who's been very open for a while about my sexuality you know it just seems very weird and like you know how old are we that you're like asking oh I have a friend (laughs) but like I can see how if you're not that out and you're not comfortable with it that might feel easier I feel like I feel like we can all kind of empathize with that 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 kind of sense of of because it is kind of a whole new world coming out and Uh, navigating it is kind of difficult for everyone. I Uh, feel like a lot of the time I'll hear straight people joking about like middle school relationships and the things that they joke about sound awfully familiar to my experience of like high school relationships. Like it's an awkward stage. That's. I mean, a lot of, I mean, because no one is navigating queer relationships when they're eight or nine this is kind of everyone is entering into new waters and that means that all those awkward scenarios that many straight people had when they were very little yeah we kind of still have now (laughs) yeah i mean i've heard some i've had some pretty awkward scenarios uh just in terms of people communicating poorly or trying to communicate behind people's backs i feel like you have an interesting story about this i i have a similar story and i now realize sitting here thinking about it that I've kind of been on both sides of it. Oh, yeah. Um, When I was younger, I had a friend who I... She was the only queer girl in my school that I knew of. So I thought, okay, I have to have a crush on her then. Um, But we did end up becoming... <laughs> no choice. Yeah, d- no choice. Um, but She's the one. She, yeah. yeah. The only one. Um, But we did end up having... We're, like, really close friends now, so... That it didn't really turn into anything, but it did turn into a good friendship. But then well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, because often, like, if you interact with another queer person you might be attracted to, it's also the scenario that that might be the only other queer person and you already have a lot in common. Yeah. But also, you could learn some a lot from that person, yeah. even if you don't have a romantic relationship. I mean, yeah. sometimes there are more important things than uh, getting in bed with someone. <laughs> that That's getting intense yeah. and outcasting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe um, the person who talk to you, Andrea, will learn something from this. Yeah, probably. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Because that was dreadfully <laughs> yeah. awkward. So far, I've heard that she probably will not give up very quickly, and it seems so far that she's not really giving up. But, you know, I think she'll probably learn something well, from she's, this. She's persistent. Yes. That's, that's right. <laughs> um, the other side of it that I've been on is kind of more similar to Andrea's story, which is that there was a girl who had kind of just come out or at least she just started to understand that she um, was bisexual or gay. Um, I'm not really sure how she identifies personally, but um, she saw me as an openly queer person in my school, which there are not a lot of really. And we went on a few dates, although we didn't really know each other that well. And 
I don't think we really liked each other that much as anything other than friends, which made them very kind of fun, but a little bit awkward of dates. We were also getting a little bit of pressure from friends who believed that because we were two girls who also liked girls, we must, you know, we have to be able to click. We have to be able to be in a relationship together, but that's not always the case. I mean, whenever whenever I meet a new gay person, there is kind of this uh, implicit pressure to try to make it work because there are so many. The dating pool is so much smaller. But of yeah. course, I mean, everyone, some people on the outset, it might seem like they're perfect for each other. But getting starting to date and, and getting along is uh, is challenging, right? There, mm-hmm. there are th- things appear when you start spending intimate time with someone that, I mean, those are not just unique to straight people or queer people. There's something that we all face. But for us, our dating pool is so much smaller. It's a greater challenge to find yep. people in the first place. And then, of course, there's that added addition where maybe I won't get along. Maybe we're not compatible. Maybe there's some other thing that might not. Maybe we have political differences. Maybe we um, have ideological differences, ethical mm-hmm. differences. There's things like that um, are something that I think straight couples and gay couples, mm-hmm. all, all sorts of couples face. But because our dating pool is so much smaller, that kind of uh, exacerbates it in our minds. Do you feel that? Uh, a little bit. I think so. And I'm, I mean, luckily, this is not something I've had any personal experience with, but I've heard that rates of, um, like, partner violence, like, uh, abuse are higher in LGBT relationships, I've heard partially because too. of yeah. this yeah, kind of scenario. You think, okay, well, this person likes me. There might not be another yeah, a feeling person. Of, a feeling of being trapped in the relationship. Yeah. Because, because like, <laughs> the only one, right? Like, yeah. there, is, yep. there is only so many uh, tries, which I think is not true, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In this day and age, I think we, we uh, the dating pool is somewhat lenient because so many more people are coming out. Yeah. But there is, there is kind of a, a pressure to kind of stick with someone once you find them. Yeah. And um, we live in the Northeast where it's very liberal and we do mm-hmm. have that. Um, opportunity for to meet a lot of queer people because there is mm-hmm. a greater number of people who come out. But if we were in somewhere like the South or in a country where it is illegal, right? I mean, yeah. imagine how hard that is. Definitely. Or in, I mean, in the past also, of course, I mean. Yeah, because it's weird, like, even, like, even when you're out, it's like it's not even necessarily that like this other specific person will know you're out. So like, you know, for example, with the story that I was just telling, this girl was like basically harassing one of my friends, like trying to figure out what my sexuality was. And, you know, my friend felt like, you know, okay, even though I'm very out, my friend felt like, okay, this is not like my information to share to Uh, the point. She was very. Yeah. Our friend was very respectful. Yeah. And to the point where like. This girl was harassing my friend so much that she actually told this girl that we had had a huge fight and she didn't know. Which is a lie. Yeah, which is a lie because she was just so sick of this girl not giving up even when she said, like, you know, this is not my information to share. Um, And rumor, like, this friend had also told me that this same girl had been asking about one of my other friends who's bisexual and, you know, also she hadn't been saying anything um so it's kind of this and, and weird, i remember yeah. i remember our friend said kind of the same thing that that yeah. they had gotten into a fight and that they weren't talking which is very false but <laughs> yeah. was was a good on the moment yeah. um yeah. kind of detroit what i find is that a lot of the struggle of dating as a queer person is about the gossip and rumors are already so present in any high yeah. school experience but it's kind of taken to a new level mm-hmm. where you kind of need a kind of Research. You need to. Yeah. Many people are not. I certainly am not comfortable flirting or talking to someone who I really don't know is gay. Right. That's. It's. It's challenging in all sorts of ways. 
so there's this kind of pressure to like find out beforehand, which I think is what this person was trying yeah. to do. I mean, for me, what makes dating for me so difficult is that a lot of people don't know I'm gay, which I find a little, I'm a little incredulous about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how that's possible. Me too. <laughs> yeah. We've established this. We've established this. But I, I find that a lot of people think I'm straight and it causes all sorts of problems because there's that thing of, well, how am I going to try to date someone of the same sex if any possible person of the same sex who might may might be interested in me thinks I'm straight, yeah. right? Of course, the easy solution to that is to come out. But then again, that's I'm not sure that's a fulfilling way of coming out to people who I don't know very well. It's like, yeah. oh, just so I can kind of attract a future mate. Like, <laughs> it's a little strange. Um, that we it's and it's something yeah. we have to do that straight couples yeah. obviously don't. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that a lot of not a lot, some girls have asked me out in the past, <laughs> in recent memory, in very, very recent memory. It happens more frequently oh than not. It happens, I would say, frequently. I mean, I know because I'm so good looking and I'm so charming and oh, really? I'm so, so fun to be around. But it happens decently frequently. And that is always a little concerning to me because I think it's very apparent that I'm gay. But I suppose maybe it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I haven't had anyone ask me out, but I've definitely had scenarios. Well, have. I haven't had any guys ask me out, but I have definitely had situations where there's been guys who I'm pretty sure they're flirting with me and it's a really uncomfortable scenario because it's like I also don't want to, like, overly assume, like, hey, stop flirting with me because that's kind of weird. But, like, it's also, like, you know, it's kind of a situation, kind of like you said, of, like, how do you not know? Because, like, I don't know, for me, it seems pretty obvious. And also, like, that I'm out to a lot of people. It's like, you know, it's it's sort of like, how do you reconcile this person's reality with yours where they're just so oblivious? And also, because we are gay, I think we are pretty familiar with maybe yeah. some signs of some being gay. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe some straight people who are not so used to having gay friends. Maybe they don't have any. Maybe they've all they've seen of gay people is, like, in the media, in the news. We are not so stereotypical, I would say. We're pretty... Yeah. Yep. distinct individuals. We're all three mm-hmm. of us are very distinct individuals. So, I can see that. <laughs> and I think I think everyone's I think that everyone is unique and not stereotypical, but stereotypes aren't a good thing. Mhm. Yeah. I was going to say um as a queer person, I would if I had just met either of you recognize you as being gay um or Thanks. have at least <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm but I can I can see how a straight person might not see that because I've been around a very large and diverse um, groups of queer people. So I know that it's not always the stereotype that you see in a movie or a show. And you know what? One of um, our fellow outcasters, who I've been friends with for a little while, um, he didn't know I was gay until <laughs> a long time after even we started working on the show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was the same thing with me, okay. actually. I remember that. Yeah, it was it was a it was a problem. I mean, yeah. I think I think one of our yeah. other outcasters, one of our friends, like told him and he was yeah. totally shocked yeah. for some had, reason. He had been friends with us for at least a year. Oh yeah, at least a year. At least and, a full school year. Yeah. And I I remember both of us being pretty shocked that he didn't know either of us were gay. I think we we were yelling at him a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Especially after being at outcasting with us. Yeah. <laughs> um so this brings up an issue like I'm not sure this is a problem. Yeah. And it's interesting that a lot of gay people find the need to pass as straight. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the opposite. Yeah. Where we are trying, I'm not sure how actively we're trying this, but it is on our minds that maybe passing as straight is not a good thing. Yeah. 
especially kind of in the environment that we're in. You know, you were just saying like, oh, we're in New York. You know, we're it's safe less enough like, that we can. Yeah, you know, it's not generally it's not really an issue of like safety in terms of being oh, out. Yeah. It's just, you know, there might be other social implications, but it's, you know, it's definitely safer. And that allows us to lean a little bit more on the end of trying explicitly to be more out. As um kind of a feminine presenting person, I realized I was trying to figure out why I didn't have that experience of someone not realizing that I was gay. And then I realized it's because I talk about it constantly, <laughs> which is partially because I, I, I look feminine and I assume that people will think that I'm straight and I don't want that. So I don't know. There's also like a gender kind of difference. Yeah. And I suppose I don't talk about being gay very often. I have... I'm not sure why I don't talk about it. It's just, it's not on my radar for things to talk about that frequently. Yeah. Um. Usually I'm, I'm, I'm a very busy person. I'm usually busy with other things. Usually I'm, I'm moving around, getting <laughs> things done. So it kind of falls the, to the back, but it probably shouldn't fall to the back because this is, this is an important part of my, my being as a person. <laughs> I am a queer person. Um, This should probably be something I have a little bit. I need to devote some time to this. I also really dislike coming out. It's really awkward. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've had a coming out experience that was not awkward. Especially because, you know, a lot of times it's like you were saying, like, it's not necessarily relevant in some sense. Yeah. You know, like, especially if it's not someone that you know that well, it's like, you know, why do I even need to tell you? It's like, I can't just walk up to someone like, oh, I'm a homo. (laughs) Want to talk about that? (laughs) Um, But, but it... That would be so funny. (laughs) Well, yeah. I, I've come out in stranger ways, I think. I get that. I mean, I mean, recently, I, I, I'm the captain of my school's track team. And I was on a bus, and it was me and a close friend of mine who knows I'm gay. And we were sitting at the back of the bus, and, and we, were, we were talking to a bunch of our freshmen on the team, who we, we are pretty close with. They're nice. They're whatever, ABC. And um, the topic of, I think they were talking about pansexuality. And I, I, I kind of cleared it up for them because a lot a lot of people misinterpret what pansexuality meant. I'm not yeah. pan. And they started to say, oh, Alex, are you part of the community? And I'm like, yeah. For starters, this this girl who is very nice. Uh, I like her a lot. She's very nice. But she phrased it really strangely. She's like, oh, are you part of the community? <laughs> I thought that was a little strange. I, I, I called her out on it. I'm like, what an awkward way to say that. <laughs> like, like, how weird. Um but but I thought it was, and then and then I I, I kind of told them my whole gist that I was gay, and there and then like one of them already knew, and I'm like, how did you know? And then he was like, oh, my sister told me, and I'm like, oh, she shouldn't have told you. But it it brings up the whole thing where, like, straight people don't have that scenario at all. They yeah, don't. They don't have. They to don't come need. Out. I because I was kind of forced onto that scenario because they kind of directly mm-hmm. asked me. I couldn't back out. My afterwards, the friend who I was with, who I'm very close with, she was talking. She's like, are are you like okay? They kind of forced you to come out. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like it, and it was totally fine. I trust all of them. But it's definitely an awkward scenario have to come out to a bunch of freshmen on the track team. And also, I'm going to have to do that to people who I'm interested in. Imagine how awkward that is. I mean, I, I've done that before. Well, ideally, it wouldn't be awkward because if they're interested in you, that's something that they're probably waiting to hear. Well, I'm not that's I'm not true. I'm not handling that many that many. I'm not juggling that much information. I don't know. so what i found is that even though we our lives are fraught with more dating problems than a straight person might have we still i feel like all three of us have substantially learned from these 
situations and we're able to help our other queer friends and also our straight friends. Yeah. We are all and many queer people are people of support in communities and um, people who can be trusted, which is something that's maybe unique to us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've definitely found mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of times when you end up in LGBTQ sort of community areas, people are really helpful and friendly. And they, yeah. they get it, yeah. obviously, more so than most other people. So, I just think while we've been on all of these topics that some people who might be listening to this are probably young people around our age or maybe younger even or older um, who may or may not be queer. But if you are, then for those people, I want them to know that there might be some difficult experiences in dating if you are queer, but there are also some really great experiences and you don't have to be with someone just because they're gay. You don't have to be with someone just because they like you and you should have fun and be safe. And yeah, be yeah. safe, have fun. Yeah. Be safe, have fun. Thanks so much, guys. No problem. It's been great. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime, a special feature from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting Overtime is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization. Our assistant producer is Josh Valley, and our executive producer is Mark Sofis. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to Outcasting and Outcasting Overtime. Thanks for listening, and tune in again soon for the next edition of Outcasting Overtime. Thanks, and thanks for listening.